Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Metro Manila, sinking and swimming. IT's been raining in Manila. Hindi ka ba nilalamig? Was the last song syndrome of the national capital region in the past couple of weeks. Drenched in non-stop rains and floods, residents had to endure the strong winds and torrential rains brought by a guy. Falcon and the enhanced southwest monsoon or habagat. It was difficult to find places that weren't ankle to knee deep in floodwaters, though some areas experienced even worse problems, particularly those hard hit by typhoon Agai. Landslides buried people and properties and displaced families. Flooded rivers swept away people trying to cross, never to be seen alive again. Those who survived the typhoons and the monsoon likely saw their livelihoods destroyed, particularly in agriculture. Indeed, according to the National Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council, the damage in the sector caused by the one-two punch of Agai, Falcon and Habagat amounted to P2.9 billion. This was spread across the Ilocos region, Cagayan Valley, Central Luzon, Calabarzon, Mimaropa, Western Visayas, Bangsamoro region, and Cordillera administrative region. Metro Manila didn't fare well either, especially in areas where rain and flooding have become synonymous. While not as severely affected as the provinces, it saw its fair share of gutter deep waters. Students clamored for class suspensions on social media, while wage workers braved the situation on the streets. Traffic barely moved. Both the opening of pumping stations and canal declogging weren't quick enough to prevent or alleviate the problem. If this prolonged state of major inconvenience is not sobering enough for the responsible government units, then I don't know what will. The Metropolitan Manila Development Authority, MMDA, recently said that local government units are keen on developing a 50-year drainage master plan. MMDA Chairman Romando Artes said, Our drainages are no longer designed to accommodate such a huge volume of water in Metro Manila. We almost ran out of soil that can absorb the water. The drainage master plan will ensure that the drainage systems are interconnected and are common in size and design for the next 50 years, which may help mitigate floods better. Interestingly, this is not the first attempt at a flood control master plan for Metro Manila. In the aftermath of Ondoy in 2012, recommendations to modernize existing and create more pumping stations and improve solid waste management in communities with waterways were formally launched as the Metro Manila Flood Management Project, MMFMP. Its implementation started in the first quarter of 2018, with funding of $500 million from the World Bank and the Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank approved in 2017. And yet, until this day, flooding has persisted. Without proper implementation, monitoring and evaluation, an ingenious master plan is just as good as a soggy, crumpled sheet of paper. The Commission of Audit recently found that 33 out of 47 projects worth over P825 million under MMFMP Phase 1 have not been implemented by the MMDA. The agency acknowledged its shortcomings, saying that the pandemic and the election ban caused the delays. On top of the delays in flood management project implementation, we also have various Manila Bay reclamation projects. They exacerbate the risks being faced not only by the coastal communities but also by the general public. A 2014 study by geology professor Dr. Kelvin Rodolfo said that the country's coastal areas sink as much as 9 centimeters per year, while other places in Manila sink as much as 8 centimeters per year. 
Environment Secretary Maria Antonia Yula Loizaga hinted at minimizing these activities until a cumulative impact assessment is done, but only after the U.S. Embassy called out the government due to the involvement of a blacklisted Chinese company in the Manila Waterfront City project. We should constantly engage and hear out environmental organizations, especially scientists, before it's too late, like in that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, and Meryl Streep. We often forget that the sea is an ecosystem. It is alive. Whatever happened to the Supreme Court's mandamus on Manila Bay rehabilitation? The reality these days dictates that short-term gains cannot be prioritized over the climate crisis. Climate change is a long-term issue requiring sustainable solutions. Sea level rises each year due to global warming's melting of glaciers. Extreme weather systems are also felt. Add those to land subsidence, and it's even worse. Clever engineering solutions being offered even by the National Institute of Geological Sciences of UP, such as the elevation of roads and the construction of retention basins under streets, can only do so much. The Executive Department, particularly the Department of the Interior and Local Government, the Department of Environment and Natural Resources, the Department of Public Works and Highways, the Metropolitan Water Works and Sewerage System, and MMDA, among others, should be more firm in fulfilling the mandamus. The legislative arm should again consider taking up the long-overdue National Land Use Plan. I know there are legislators whose interests run in conflict with MLUP, but after all these years, perhaps you've earned enough to secure the well-being of your grandchildren's grandchildren. Flooding cannot be resolved in silos at the local level as it is a transboundary problem. It is everyone's concern. I quote Syria from the blockbuster sequel to Avatar, The way of water has no beginning and no end. The sea gives, and the sea takes. Water connects all things, life to death, darkness to light. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.